Badly. <laughs> you know, I just hit live and the light go, one of the lights goes on and off. Okay. All right. It's kind of been the week, you know, with the uh, the big giant snowstorm craziness that's been going on throughout, you know, the Midwest and the Northeast and uh, where we've been. So, <laughs> uh, Sergio, how you doing? Hope you had a good Christmas. Um, yes. Welcome to Show Me the Money Club, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining. We are uh, coming to you. This is the last show of the year. Uh, so we're going to have uh, kind of a 2022 wrap up with the gig economy, um, kind of our 2023 predictions. Uh, we're going to be answering your questions, going over some comments, going over some uh, emails, a couple of different things there when it comes down to it. So, Sergio, how you doing, first off? Great. Um, Santa was uh, good, I guess, because I spent a whole bunch of money. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, you know, why is it that uh, even the gifts I get is bought with my money? I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, uh, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't envy you guys. I, you sent me a couple of pictures of your backyard. I was like, holy crap. And then in honor of you, I took a picture of my backyard exactly two days ago. And that's that's my backyard. So so I'm like, poor, poor Chris, and I hope he doesn't get cut off. Because if you do, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so. Well, the big thing is, when it comes down to it, uh, what I sent you was not my backyard. It was... Um... Uh, uh, one of the main roads, though, where oh, wow. there were a bunch of people driving. And if anybody knows anything about snow and wind is um, if you have some snow and it falls quickly, like Lake Effect Snow likes to do, uh, you're going to get stuck very quickly. And you add 70 mile an hour wind gusts uh, sustained. It was like, you know, around 40 miles. And everybody was like, oh, it's a category one hurt. No. It was not a category one hurricane. We had wind gusts that hit around 79 miles an hour, but nothing that was like a category, a true category one storm. So it's like some, some jackass schmo on uh, uh, the, the report updates said it's like, uh, you know, they were talking about like the equivalent of a category three hurricane and oh man, I was, I was losing it. So um, yeah, it was, it was a bad, bad little storm, uh, especially around, you know, being Christmas Eve, Christmas day. The crazy thing is you look at these different apps. So I am on Uber and Lyft and Spark and Spark shut down. Like yeah. you're not order or there, there's nothing going on. And so they shut down Uber and Lyft. You could still go online. And the best part was you could not drive in, you know, Erie County, Niagara County, uh, Cater like the five counties of Western New York. You really couldn't go out and drive at all. And they were offering like 275 flat surge. And I think the highest was like 11, but still it's, you know, to put out that mm -mm, not worth yeah. it. You know, you people know. got, people, people got stuck in their cars. They got, um, you know, they, a few people unfortunately froze to death uh, in their cars. Yeah. Just not good. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, other than that, everybody's well, safe. Besides, so know. hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, with that snow and 275 surge, that's what you do, Chris. See that? I got it on top of my head this week, baby. Oh, no, you know? no. I didn't even go out. I, I looked at the app and people. I laughed. I laughed. I'm like, there's no effing way. So, uh, um, yeah, I just I just hunkered down and we stayed in. Uh, you know, unfortunately, or luckily, uh, we didn't lose power like some other unfortunate people did. Um, they lost power for a couple of days and 
you know, it was like zero degrees outside. So it was cold. And uh, I walked across the street to go to the lake and to take a, a little bit of video just for the 15 second video that I had my hand out. My hands were freezing cold and I actually got brain freeze uh, wow. just because how cold that is in the wind. And, yeah, and uh, so, yeah. No, not good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, no, so job. Go Buffalo. That was a great game on Christmas right. Eve. Got to say go Bills. Uh, you know, they won against the uh, uh, Chicago Bears this week and they just clinched the AFC East division. So congrats to them. And uh, should be Buffalo a pretty Bears, man. Let me tell you something. I looked I looked at their um, now that Super Bowl is going to be closer, coming closer. I'll be interested in football. So mm-hmm. if you bet on Buffalo every single time this year um you would have made out a lot better than the stock market or tesla for sure so yeah yeah you know they covered again this week you know what i mean so even if the you know points are a lot i mean you can't just you can't go against the team that's on a roll man so no there's there's quite yeah there's quite a few teams that are on a roll too i think though that they have the uh i think they got the longest win streak right now um besides maybe philly um don't quote me because I'm pulling that number out my ass. But <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, where do you, where do you want to get started? Uh, actually, you know what? Before we get into the winners, that, baby. Uh, well, let's get into the winners. Yes, we had a little bit of a giveaway. Uh, so this was the giveaway right here: the Lean Clean, uh, the little vacuum attachment that you could attach to pretty much all um, vacuums that you find at car washes, gas stations, so you can get in the nooks and crannies of everything. Big thing is you want to keep your car clean. Uh, this is a great little attachment. I was able to use it once uh, so before the storm. So uh, I took it to the vacuum uh, place that's at the gas station right down the street uh, to try it out. And, you know, it, it gets a pretty good suction. It really depends, too, on the vacuum that you're using. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good little thing. So I got some of the little nooks and crannies. So we had uh, five units to give away, actually. We're going to be able to give six away. So we have six winners. Um, and essentially, it was basically the most rides given for Uber and Lyft uh, for the week of 1212 and 1219. Uh, so, what you can see is Brian from Indianapolis, William from Baltimore, Raghav, if I screwed that up, I'm apologizing right now, uh, from Denver, Jenver, uh, Jeff from Lake Tahoe, uh, Kyle from Los Angeles, and Nick from Madison. Uh, congratulations. You are our winners. Uh, you did well, and uh, you will be receiving an email later on uh, today talking about how to uh, get this. So uh, look for that email, and uh, if you don't answer within the 48 hours from when the show ends, which will be about 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, um, 3 p.m., or I'm sorry, 4, 5 p.m. Thing um, light. You had somebody over there? <laughs> no, not not that I know of. <laughs> I don't know. I heard uh, I heard a little doorbell going off there. So, you hear? Oh, yeah. uh, are you having a stroke? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, yeah. So, congratulations to our winners, uh, and you will be receiving an email just after the show ends. So, please respond back. Uh, with what you need to in order to claim that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, are these, uh, am I supposed to be emailing these people or we have the uh, Amazon yes. gift codes, right? So, 
Yes, e you'll have to email them and get their addresses, and then um, we'll be able to go from there. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so today's kind of a little bit different of a show. Uh, we are going to be doing, like I say, the wrap-up of 2022, kind of what's gone on the past year, uh, some big things that happened in the gig economy, mostly Uber and Lyft with their upfront pay and upfront fares. Um, so we're going to be talking about a little bit of that. We're going to be talking about some other things. 2023, uh, we're going to be answering questions. So if you guys got any questions or anything like that, uh, make sure you put them in the comments. We're going to talk about them throughout the show and uh yeah we're gonna be going over some comments and emails uh but I saw, first I, I saw something already it says guest char surcharge going january 3rd there you go <laughs> yep yeah so uh we were that was uh where'd you see that right so there, I can iq boy, IQ boy huh? says guest surcharge going january 3rd we oh, were yeah. gonna talk about that weren't we <laughs> That was actually what I was just about to bring up. Yes. Oh, so yeah. Lyft a little while ago decided to get rid of the fuel surcharge, even though gas prices were still staying high and spiking in uh, California for some reason versus the rest of the country. Um, I never saw that spike, so I'm happy gas has actually gone down. And Uber decided that on January 3rd, they are going to end the fuel surcharge. So no more 55 cent extra. Um, will you notice that on your upfront fares? No, I guess time will tell. But, you know, I got to give them props here. Usually we're always calling them out, but I'm going to give them props for the fact that they kept it going until gas started getting back under control um, and also that they're doing it after the first of the year. So all the parties on New Year's Eve, going in New Year's Eve morning, New Year's Day morning, um, you know, you're going to be able to claim that extra 55 cents all the way up until next Monday, uh, January yeah. 3rd. So. I got to give them a little bit of props there instead of just saying, hey, we're ending it now. Uh, so for those yeah. drivers who are going out for this weekend, uh, you're going to be able to claim that a little bit longer. And then after that, unfortunately, they are getting rid of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the short trips, you know, the 55 cents made a made a difference, to be honest with you, because mm -hmm. the, the minimum fare um, on Lyft in L.A. is two sixty two and on uber it's 327 believe it or not <laughs> i can't even i can't even fathom those numbers two six two dollars and 62 cents uh, that's obviously you know from pickup to drop off but i mean come on that's maybe like any trip under two miles is considered minimum fare in la so i'm like mm -hmm. okay 55 cents was something for those short trips right but once that's gone i mean Granted, gas is down to under four bucks in California, in LA anyway, um, which is great. Under three here. I filled yeah, up I, well, yeah. the other day for 287. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's you know, you guys never went that high, but we had the little spike and going up. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's going to be gone. But I think it was me or you. We said it last week um, that, you know, that. I mean, I'm surprised that it lasted two months longer than Lyfts did anyway. So, um, yeah. you know, and then actually, I guess, you know, it's a good thing that they're putting it all the way through New Year's Eve, right? Supposedly the biggest day of the year. I don't know. We'll talk about that, you know, a little bit later going, you know, in our forecast, maybe. Every year, New Year's has been worse and worse. This year, I don't think it's going to be any different because there are so many drivers out. Mm -hmm. um, oversaturation is going to hurt everybody as usual, but again, um, you know, that's going to be my new year's resolution for everybody. I've been doing that for seven years anyway. So 
that people should be your new year's resolution it yep. may be you know know your worth does not just mean for right here know your worth means in anything that you're doing whatever you're doing are you worth that or are you worth more which in right chair's case it should be worth more than what you guys are getting because everybody keeps complaining and then i mean i don't want to keep complaining but reality is reality right so to me decline garbage you know and and new year's eve hopefully hopefully that's the night to cherry pick for you guys because according to all the pundits it should be the hottest night of the year because why two things last two new years hasn't been good because of the pandemic right so this year mm -hmm. is the first year that everybody is going to get out no pandemic worries it should be bleeding in every single city well, maybe in california but uh for a lot of the country this past uh, 2021 to 2022, there were quite a bit of parties going on and stuff. So, yeah. um, again, California was a whole different beast when it came to all that crap. Yeah. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, 55 will be gone. Back to normal business. Um, if you depended on the 55, I don't think you're at the right place to start with. <laughs> so <laughs> No, it's just a nice oh, little bonus, though, with the gas. Because you yeah. can put that towards gas and then be like, oh, okay, this is this works. Yeah, I mean, so, if you you know, if you if you just did a lot of short trips, yeah, it made a lot of sense. It's you know, it's fifteen percent on three twenty-seven. Fifty-five cents is fifteen percent. Mm -hmm. um, nothing wrong with that. But now the now now upfront fares are going to look worse <laughs> because fifty-five cents is going to be out of it, taken out of it now. All right, so, so Tyler Tyler put on uh, benefits using iPad Mini for Uber driving. Uh, honestly, uh, probably the only benefit you might have using an iPad, iPad. mini is going to be, it's going to be larger than a phone. Yeah. Uh, that's really about it. Unless you have the iPad, uh, pro or an iPad air with the M one or M two chips, uh, it's not really going to do much cause you can't use sidecar, which is where you can multi-app. Uh, so like I have the iPad pro, uh, which has the M one chip. And yeah. I can open up both Uber and Lyft and then even a third app. Uh, so if I want to drive Spark uh, or if I could actually get off of Curry's waiting list and uh, drive there, you know, you could have them all on uh, at that point. So the other yeah. thing, too, is if you have cell service on that iPad Air, uh, I'm sorry, on the iPad mini versus not. Um, if you don't, you're going to have to tether off your off your phone um so that's a couple of things there versus having it directly go right to the ipad instead of tethering yeah. um, so you can get some connection issues and errors and stuff like that so yeah. um yeah <laughs> so do you want to do you want to hit some of these questions or do you want to go through our list and then do a mix uh sure i mean if you see a couple of questions yeah. uh let's well, hit it and then saw, we'll go right into wrap up yeah i saw a couple um so good good actually suggestion for new year's eve if you're going to drive specifically after midnight uh barf bags um the mm -hmm. fenestrator the professor suggested that great idea please go pick up a dozen or more put it all over your back seat because people will puke um and uh, there was one here this is one there was actually a really good one upfront fare seems to mean that's by robert raleigh Upfront fare seems to mean Uber Lyft cannot use the phrase we are a tech company. They are clearly transportation company. 
I don't know. It's a technicality. They're not going to admit that they are, even with the new TOS, well, the existing TOS. Um, they're just saying that they're, they're just an agent. They run a platform and we use the platform. The passenger uses the platform and then, you know, all kinds of stuff. So look, they will, I think, never admit that they're a transportation company. Clearly, clearly, I think they are. Um, Please do. Thanks for the super chat. Brian out loud. Give the lift a look. Hey, we do. Give the gift of yeah. like and hit the like people button. <laughs> yes, yeah, one of our winners. We zoom is one of our winners. Um, oh, congratulations. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought it was when I saw yeah. there. So congrats. Kyle, yeah. Um, so there was another good comment. It goes, what, uh, wonder what Prop 22 garbage is going to look like after the minimum wage goes up here in California next month. If Prop 22, that's why Mr. Gambit, if Prop 22 is ruled unconstitutional by the three-judge panel, um, which they're, they'll make their decision probably in the next 30 to 45 days, because all the hearing is complete, all the comments are done, um, if they declare it unconstitutional, Prop 22 is gone. So if they don't and Prop 22 stays, uh, the minimum wage that you receive under Prop 22 is going to go up commensurately. So I don't think much is going to change. And let's answer one more and then we can get into our uh, song and dance. Uh, a lot of people say driving for Uber is a Muppet show. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, Back from New York City before we made money. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you see anything. Put it up. Um, full dash closure. That's a good one. They run a transportation well, I, company. Actually, on the they're, they're, here you go. Here, here's one right here. Uh, my question is, why drive for peanuts when you can work at McDonald's? Good question. You know, that is, that's actually a good question because that's the truth. I mean, a lot of places uh, are, you know, hiring. You could be working at McDonald's $15, $17 an hour. Um, you're not putting the mileage on your car. You're not doing a lot when it comes to additional costs associated when it comes to driving, which we talked about last week. And we're going to continue talking about with our driver education, knowing your costs and all that. Um, and that kind of is, you know, the thought process behind it. What, what if driving is only netting you really seven ten dollars when you could go to mcdonald's when you could go to starbucks when you could go to anywhere else and make more than that standing around and working at that particular job and that's one thing that people are going to have to figure out instead of, of um you know not and one of the other things that it comes down to is the, the flexibility of when you can go online and offline so if you're yeah. just doing this you know an hour or two before work and after work um, if you're doing it in between when your kid goes to school uh, if you're doing it for, for different reasons, well, then at that point, it might seem better to continue driving, even though you might not be making the best. That means you need to figure out how to make more, whether yeah. that's more apps, whether that's being smarter behind the wheel, uh, whether that's declining garbage and knowing your worth. Um, there's a lot of things there. But yeah, I mean, that is one of the things, too, is if you're not making enough money, then you need to know about that and figure that out. And my suggestion to you is if you can make money doing going to a part-time job, a full-time job doing there, it would be smarter to do that. That's my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. Like, you know, we got to call it the way we see it. Right. And the, to me, the most important thing is 
is, you know, uh, we, you know, we started our education series last week. We're going to continue in the New Year's. We just want you to understand what your costs are. If your costs are high, rideshare is not a feasible situation at the moment. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys, right? And it is, it is, and it's, you know, depending on the city that you're driving, obviously, maybe Chicago is great. LA may be okay. San Francisco may be okay. But then a lot of cities, you know, like uh, major cities too, you know, especially in Florida, you know, there is a massive oversaturation of drivers. Maybe you should go stand somewhere for 18, 20 bucks an hour. So to me, yeah, the people in New Year's have to make some really difficult choices because flexibility and freedom does not pay your bills. Last time I checked, if I sent a, you know, my check to the bank for the mortgage and it says flexibility, will you take flexibility for in case instead of money? They go, no, we're going to foreclose. <laughs> so to me, you know, everybody has to make a tough choice. I mean, you know, these companies sold flexibility and freedom amazingly well. And it's stuck, but now reality hits. Inflation is here. People are not making as much as they were making before. So, and, and inflation is chewing up into those earnings and you guys got to make that choice on your own. We're not going to tell you to do it or not to do it, but we're definitely going to try to teach you how to figure out what your cost is. So then you can make a you know, reasonable and smart decision to continue ride share or not, or not just ride share, just the gig economy in general, because I think we shouldn't just be you know, blaming right chair and saying, do it and don't do it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of good questions, man, but you know, I don't know. Should Here, we here's one more. I think this is what's, what's the best measure of a decent ride, a dollar a mile. Okay, and cool. uh, first off, I think the biggest thing is it's going to come down to what your costs are as a driver. So that's, that's a big thing. You need to know what your costs are. So you need to know where your break even point is. What is your costs? You need to answer that question. If you don't answer that question, you're driving blind essentially. So yeah. figure that out and then you can actually figure out and gauge what is going to be a good measure for you, yeah. your area, your market, your how busy things are. Uh, I mean, a dollar a mile is good, but don't forget about time at that point. So, yeah. um, you know, you kind of going to want to add a little bit more. Um, it just depends on how you're figuring your costs out and whether you're doing it per mile, per time, uh, both, whatever it might be. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's you got to be honest with yourselves um you know we're here to help you understand we're here to figure out your profitability matrix we're here to figure out all this stuff talk to you about glitches and all this stuff right we're here to inform and educate the decision has to be ultimate look we're all adults nobody's putting a gun to our head to drive for these companies just because you can turn the app on and off anytime you want those are the good, I mean, you know, when I talk about my 23 forecast, I'm going to say this. I mean, you know, it's going to be a tough winter and hopefully a recession is not too deep. Economy, you know, doesn't suffer too much and people spend, still spend money ordering food and, and ordering trips to, you know, for rideshare. But, you know, if demand slows down and, and everybody's scrambling to make a couple hundred extra bucks a week, it's going to be a tough situation. And that's when, you know, W2 may be an interesting choice. Um, I wouldn't have said that five years ago, four years ago, but now it's reality. So I think, mm -hmm. I think, I think to, to, to me, the most important thing is stay honest with you guys, stay true. And you have to do that yourself. You have to stay honest, be honest with yourself. Um, you know, I mean, you have to look at your numbers. If, if after all your expenses, if you're grossing less than minimum wage in your city, I don't see a reason for you continuing doing this and then wearing out your car for no reason whatsoever because it's not public service. It's not charity. We need to make money. 
as much as a lot of people say, well, yeah, this, this is that, but no, you need to be profitable just like any other business that you may be in your own small business. That's it. Um, so I have a question. How long does the, uh, go to my website. There's a cost calculator. Okay. You guys can go to his website. Um, check that out. Um, you know, I think, I think, I think everybody's is different. Everybody's costs are different and, and there are simplest, simplest way you go, you guys figure out your cost is, you know, take the 62 and a half cents a mile, multiply all the miles you drove and then take, you know, figure out your net. If your net is not there, it's not there. Um, uh, what are we going to see the cost calculator? We're working on it. It's, it's going to take a little bit of time to actually get it, but I mean, no, we're, again, we'll have something up the first week, you know, um, we'll have something up the first week to 10 days of the new year, because it has to be simple enough for everybody to use, because a lot of people are scared using Excel and Google sheets and this and that. Right. So mm -hmm. it has to be simple enough that you just enter basic numbers and then it throws a number out to you and that's your cost. So, um, what else? Let's see. Do you think Uber's going to win against uh, the drivers in New York? Against, you mean the pay hike? No, I think that it's going to go through. It's just a temporary hold, in my opinion only. Um, uh, All right. Well, yeah, let's okay. uh, right. continue let's with see. the questions, and uh, we're going to get to them. What we're going to do is we're going to kind of get into the uh, 2022 wrap-up and uh kind of go over what's happened this past year some of the uh the big notable things um if there's some notable things that you can remember or whatnot uh drop them in the comments as well too um so first off you know one of the big things that happened in 2022 that i didn't think was going to happen anytime soon uh was upfront fares and upfront pay for both uber and lyft knowing the yeah. pickup and drop off destinations the distance i mean being able to see you know how much you're going to make on the trip uh, obviously the, the whole decoupling of time and distance versus this hoopla that you have to dance through in order to figure out how much you're going to get made or how much you're going to get paid. Um, yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's happened in 2022. Uh, yeah. It's the biggest thing that I remember my last seven years. I mean, in, in California, we had it on and off, but, um, to have it now for good, I think it's, Look, I don't think anybody can say anything bad about seeing the destination up front. No. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to BS that, right? It, it, that's what the drivers have been asking. Now, we've done a few shows last couple of weeks. Is it in exchange for a rate cut? It looks like it at the moment, you know, uh, especially on long trips, for sure. If you were a person doing Excel trips or X trips only and taking long trips, it's really, really going to be difficult. Um, there's no doubt that it's a rate cut on that on that end, but on the short end, will all the short trips do rebalance that one big long trip you're gonna do? That's gonna, you know, even everything out. That's what the CEOs are saying. I'm not buying it. Um, but seeing the destination, you know, as a rideshare driver, there is zero complaints about that. I mean, if you complain mm -hmm. about that, then I <laughs> definitely think you're in the wrong business. I definitely think yeah. you're wrong stand somewhere I, I think you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out a different plan yeah uh, just plan because, B, e, D, you know you yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. i mean that that's the whole thing like we we talked about three p's before with the plan being one of them and it's just 
helping you be able to figure out your plans. So let's say a certain night that you go out or day that you go out, you know where things are going to be busy or not. You can take the rides that are going to get you to that area, get you, or may take you away from the area. You can decline or, you know, you're going to be able to see that 15, 20 minute trip to pick that person up. It's only going down the street a mile or two. And you know, that's not worth it at all. So why would you take that? So at this point, yeah, things like that, it's definitely a hell of a lot better than just, you know, trying to figure out where people are going. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree with more, except again, you know, we had our own little, uh, <laughs> we had our own little, uh, issue with the big, with the big brother, uh, <laughs> Because I, I, they didn't like a lot of stuff I said in an article I wrote. But hey, I think it's a fair cut, a small one, but I think it's a fair cut. But again, in exchange, to be able to see the destination of the passenger, would you give up 2% maybe of your total earnings? It shouldn't be that way. But if it, if it comes down to it, I'd rather see the destination than not see the destination. So. That's I'm going to I'm point. going to say halfway. <laughs> I don't agree that there should be a pay cut at all. You should just be yeah. able to know where you're going and when. Um, yeah. You know, just just in the economy with everything raising pretty much across the board when it comes to costs uh, and not looking like it's going to drop anytime soon. You know, if you want to attract and keep drivers, you cannot do rate cuts because they're going to say, you know what, I can go stand and work at McDonald's, I can go to Starbucks, I can go somewhere else, or go to different apps. And they're not going to to be staying there anymore, or, or, you know, on that app. So if you're trying to make sure that there's drivers within five minutes of a pickup, you know, you got to make sure that the driver is going to be happy to stay there. So why would you want to do a pay cut on top of being able? So I, I don't agree with that at all. I think that it should be the same pay just you have that information now so you can make a more informed decision whether it's worth it for you or not yeah i mean so there's there's actually a um, good comment here it says um what should i do when passengers by moik moik what what should i do when a passenger are seeking private rides outside of uber platform well make sure you have the correct insurances and uh you have commercial insurance. Yeah, you have commercial insurance, and you have the look. That's all we can say here. But obviously, you know, we I understand the question. You know, uh, just make sure you're doing well, everything legally um, yeah. to it. Because, yeah, that's that's a big thing because the biggest thing is liability. So if yeah. if you, you did something like that, you know, friends and family, <laughs> friends and family <laughs> goes so far. Because in yeah. an accident, even if they're friend and family, they're going to nail your ass with a lawsuit that you're not going to be able to come out of. So mm-hmm. uh, be careful. And then not only that, on top of it, if they find out that you're doing that, you could get kicked off the platform. So, you know, you could keep that on the hush-hush type thing. But again, um, just if you are going to do uh, rides outside Uber and Lyft, you absolutely can do that. The thing is, you just need to make sure that you are following the regulations and the rules, the laws. Uh, have the proper insurances that are going to be in your local state or area. Um, every area is going to be different. So that's not something we're going to answer. That's something you would have to research and find out. Um, beyond that, don't do it if you don't have the proper uh, liability. 100%. That's 
whole can of worms you just don't want to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Norma is answering your question <laughs> because I I cannot say what I need to say here. Um, but what what I would suggest is that right. That's if you want if you love driving if you like ride share you're gonna love private trips because they're gonna pay three times as much probably, and the crowd is gonna be much much higher class and decent. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's going to depend on the car you drive. I'm not sure if you can do private trips with a Prius. You probably could. Not that there's anything wrong with a Prius. You could, but then you're not going to be able to charge what a, you know, a Cadillac charges or what a black car charges, right? But if you want to do certain things in between, maybe you have an Excel car like a Toyota Sienna or something like that, definitely, you know, get it, get your TPC and get your LLC set up. Those are not too expensive if you're going to stay in the, you know, uh, uh, livery business. So to me, that's one way of getting out of rideshare. I mean, you know, there is plenty of people still traveling and they don't want to be in a trashy Uber. So, hey, um, I'm not against it, man, whatsoever. But Norma I did answer the question. So I read Norma's answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Cheeky Chop says he's got a Bugatti. If you're doing the ride share in a Bugatti, bro, you must have a huge YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't think you. Well, uh, yeah. What what else do you think with the the upfront fares and upfront pay when it comes fares, to? I, I I think it's a huge plus for drivers. Okay. Yeah. You. you, you guys... I think for for a little bit though, uh, it was a little shaky. It was looking like things were a, a big pay cut compared to. Um, not and obviously people are going to highlight the the, the biggest ones or uh, the biggest drop offs they might see versus looking at them as an entire um, thing. But you know, I will give credit to both uh, DK and Jay Z during their interviews. They both said uh, that it's going to take time for it to adjust. And you know, if it took that little bit of growing pain in order for it to you know kind of figure itself out and smooth itself out, because yeah. a lot of people are starting to say it looks like. Uh, things are getting to where they should be. So um, that is a positive. Uh, I've seen yeah. a little bit better. I don't know about yourself. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, that's that's a positive. The other couple things that I think there they were positives in 2022 is um, area filter by Lyft, which I think it's an amazing, mm -hmm. amazing, amazing thing that they did for drivers. Although now they're putting a timer on it. Before it was no timer, but still couple of hours on it is better than nothing. Um, yeah. Area preference is becoming, you know, a, a platinum or a diamond only perk on Uber, which again was a really good idea. But, you know, it seems like they always start uh, giving something and then and then about a month or two later, they figure everybody's abusing it. They're not actually abusing it, Chris. I think they like it so much that that's what they've been asking for years and they're using it. It's not abusing. It, it's, right? it's the carrot and the stick. They're just dangling yeah. it in front of you yeah. and saying, oh, here you go. Here you go. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to take it back. You got to do this. And it comes down to that whole gamification yeah. again uh, yeah. that we've been talking about. Yeah. So so to me, those are two good things that, that happen. Hopefully they stick around. Um, other than that, honestly, you know, Rideshare, uh, as far as what the companies did, you know, they, look, they introduced some safety measures especially on the uber side um yes a lot of people laughed at it but hey man when you're in a pickle and you can you can record a trip you know encrypted on your phone and use it as evidence i think it's a good idea um and then in three cities they introduced um 
video recording on two party consent states. I think that's a good thing either as well. Um, but again, you're on your own. I don't think there is any doubt about that you are on your own out there. Any button you push to call somebody to come help you is not going to happen. So, you know, there were some good positive developments, the biggest one being that. And then next year, I think, is going to be um, a lot of changes. You know, it yeah, could we'll, be. We'll get into 2023 in a little bit. So, yeah. But, uh, I mean, we'll I, 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 yeah, and I think I think 2022 for rideshare drivers was a decent year. I, I don't, I'm not going to say it was horrible, but the mm-hmm. end of the year, the last quarter of the year, I think, it, you know, the macroeconomic conditions started to hurt everybody. Inflation started to hurt everybody. And then there's an oversaturated marketplace in a lot of places. So, you know, it, it came in as with a bang with the upfront fares and upfront destination. It's going out with a whimper. I think that's what it looks like to me. So yeah. yeah, definitely. At the beginning of the year was much, much different compared. I, I remember when we were first talking about starting the show and we were talking about how some of the bonuses were like three, four hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. for some of these questions, these different promos, both on Uber and Lyft. Yeah. And, you know, the beginning of the year was great going pretty much, yeah, up until the last quarter where it just started yeah. going. Uh, it, it just has not been good. Uh, and it's going to be tough probably for the next uh, few months, if not longer than that. Like 2023 could be a hard year, uh, which we've talked about. We'll talk about that again in a little in, in the next segment. Um, but yeah, if if you didn't make money in 2022, um, I don't know where you were, what you were doing, but uh, um, you could have. Yeah, you made a, quite a bit of money. early parts of early parts of twenty two. You should have done really, really well mm-hmm. because the bonus. You know, no, another thing too with uh, t- with twenty two that has kind of been big, not Uber and Lyft uh, associated, but no tip, no trip. Yeah, uh, that that was that whole movement kind of started the decline. Garbage, you know, your worth uh, just into the rideshare aspect of things. Yeah. Um, and especially having that upfront fares and upfront pay. But yeah, I mean, uh, no tip, no trip was kind of that big thing that that's taken yeah. off. And, you know, a lot of drivers, they, they won't take the orders. And, you know, you'll see customers that are going to complain and say, oh, well, uh, tipping's optional or things like that. And you know what? I, I agree. Tipping is optional. But the thing is, if these companies are not going to pay you enough, then people are going to have to rely on tips or, or something's got to change. And you know, again, it's going to come down to, are you going to be able to go out and do this or are you going to have to make a change? Yep, I agree. So, yep. And, uh... and then, you know, the, the, the other thing um, with 2022, I think, has to be the gas prices. Yeah. You know, that kind of affected everybody as a whole. Um, you know, it kind of led to higher costs of everything because of delivery costs. Uh, so you saw a lot of inflation just from that. Then you see... Um, you know, when it comes to rideshare, at least uh, they gave you the 55 cents surcharge for as long as they did. Um, unfortunately, it is ending on the Uber side, but uh, Lyft it ended a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least, uh, I mean, with gas prices, how high they spiked, it kind of, I think, also showed people, um, are you going to continue being able to do something like this? Are your costs going to allow you to do that? Are you going to reevaluate how you're doing it? Um, yeah. Did you bring on different apps uh, yeah. or get a different job? And I think that kind of kind of shed a lot of light on on drivers, at least um, when it's like when it started to spike earlier in the summer and then going through. Yeah. So let me let me answer this question. What does uh, Ahmed Mahmoud says? 
What does Uber Pro mean to you guys? I mean, I'm not going to hide it. It doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I told them to take me off. I mean, they're not going to take you off. You're going to, they're going to give you nothing. You'll be, you'll be blue or gold for the rest of your life. There you go. As yeah. long as you're driving a ride share, which I hope is not that, that long. To me, it doesn't mean anything, but to a lot of people, it means a lot. You know, if you're getting free education through an online school like ASU that Uber offers, it may mean a lot to you. To me, gas discounts, you know, 7-Elevens, uh, free Slurpees, and I don't know, you know. With uh, the having, an extra, having an extra destination, to me personally, doesn't mean much. Yep. You know, carrot, I mean, what, what it should mean is it should mean a lot to full-time drivers, okay? And I think they should be, they should, I, honestly, they should get paid more. I mean, if, uh, that, that's going to be my you know, thought process going forward. Why aren't the full-time drivers getting paid more than a soccer mom that drives two hours a day? To me, it's like they're the ones that are doing a lot of the work. They have to get treated differently. So to me, hmm. um, well, we're going to talk about 2023, what we see coming up, but that's going to be the, that's going to be, for me, that's, uh, I mean, I just want to work on that subject because I think a lot of drivers who are like employees are being treated as independent contractors, which they shouldn't be. And and it should be a scale, man. It's instead of this diamond platinum bullshit, you know, if you achieve diamond, you should get paid more per mile or per minute or in some other way or pay less commission or something, right? There has to be something. Because mm-hmm. what I'm getting yeah. for diamond or platinum for me is not enough to get to those levels. It's just not. Same here. Uh, I don't think, to, to be honest, for me, the benefits uh, don't outweigh the costs associated with you know, it's trying to attain that. Um, the perks that they give, I, to me personally, have no bearing. Um, you know, if if there were more bonuses or something like that, or um, or if there was the ability to, you know, have a lower commission rate or or something where it affects your pay, well, yeah, at that point maybe. But like area preference, we never had that in our area, so it didn't matter. Um, you know, some of these other things, like I'm not going to buy something in order to get something for free, um, if I don't want to. And, you know, so I, I think it just comes down to what you think are good for the benefits. Yeah. If, if you wanted to, to go online to ASU, uh, and do some online school to, you know, better yourself to, to take a plan B and make it a plan A by all means, then go out, do what you got to do in order to be able to attain that. But if the goals or I'm sorry, if, if the, uh, the perks aren't worth it for you, then, you know, you got to make the decisions that's going to be beneficial for yourself. So, you know, that comes down to acceptance rate. And a lot of people have lower acceptance rates right now because of upfront earnings and they can see where the trips are and what they're going to make. And they're saying, look, I'm not going to take that. So um, they, they kind of got to give this, this whole uh, back and forth. But I think if they are able to correct upfront fares to, you know, something where, they want everybody to accept 100% of the trips or at least 95% plus. Well, at that point, you know, hey, the, the added perks are just extra, in, at least in my mind. Uh, it's not something I'm going to actually attain for. Yeah, because there is no, you know, not too many full-time drivers that are not platinum or diamond anyway because of the points that they're accumulating. So, but, you know, there should be something extra for achieving those levels it's, instead of these, you know, regular stuff that you can get on your own credit card you can get a you know five percent off of gas on that one you don't need the you know all this stuff but to me 
um, you know, maybe maybe they'll listen to us and they'll change that that system. And then even the you know the money that they're going to offer, right? You know, if you stay platinum, it's three hundred more bucks, but it has so many conditions. Even if you know, it's like mm-hmm. why so many conditions on something that these people deserve? So, but it's typical Uber and Lyft. I mean, they're not going to change the way they do things. They think they're the best thing since sliced bread, man. You know, well, I don't, I don't, you know what? I got, I got to disagree with you with, with that. I don't think that they're, they're doing it for themselves. I think, you know, they're, they're a publicly traded company and they're not looking for the, the riders to benefit. They're not looking for the drivers to benefit. They're looking for the shareholders to benefit. Yeah. Um, and that's what it comes down to. You know, you're trying to push a profit. You're trying to cut costs where you can raise costs where you can. So you can achieve that profit. So it can go back to the shareholders. And in actuality, Uber has probably the best chance to get profitable and stay profitable, whether it's going to be a small razor thin margin uh, versus, you know, another company like Lyft that's more of a run, one trick pony that I don't think they're going to have the same ability to get get into profit as Uber does um, or even as quick. Um, yeah. So that is that that's something to, to take into consideration, too. A lot of the reasons and decisions that they're made is because they have the fiduciary duty to shareholders to try to maximize the amount that they earn in profits uh, or to try to profitize in general over the well-being of drivers and the overall satisfaction of, of riders. Yeah, I think, you know, Chris, I think <laughs> I think we're going to chuck the stuff that we prepared for next. <laughs> I don't know when. Because there are so many questions flying around. I think we should just do it if you want. I, I did the work, you did the work, but we'll save it for the first episode of the next year. Because there's well, like that's, that's, well, yeah. If you want to get go from the emails and the comments, we, we can do that. But yeah, uh, I think the, the thing though we should do is uh at least the 2023 predictions. Yeah, uh, well, we're, we're, gonna, gonna, we're definitely gonna do that. We're definitely gonna do that. Yeah. So okay, let's yeah. uh let's go back, answer a few questions now. Okay. Uh, and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll do what five, five, six, seven questions or something okay. through people. Uh, and then, uh, we'll get into the 2023 predictions yeah. and then we'll, uh, we'll go back to some more questions. Okay. Sounds Sounds good. Good. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just save it for next, next first week uh, of next year. Um, so Uber needs to, <clears throat> Uber needs to, to Paul, Paolo Oliveira, Uber needs to give drivers 75% of the ride. They used to. They're not going to do it. They're never going to do it. In fact, they're going to take more and more and more because they're in a, they want to be profitable as much as you want to be profitable. Um, Joe Driver, that's a good comment, man, right there. Uber and Lyft's entire business model is dependent on exploitation. They will never pay drivers more. They have done the analysis, and it's cheaper for them to settle lawsuits. Well, yes, yes, and yes. On those three exploitation is up to each person to accept joe if you don't want to get exploited don't drive nobody's putting a gun to your head to do this you know i mean they've sold this business as flexible and freedom and and you know to some people it is to some people it isn't and if you're not making money you should not be doing this i mean i'm being totally totally upfront we're a ride share channel and i'm saying that i mean it's just it's a fact um you know find something else that you're making equal money with less wear and tear on your car and your body i mean what what is there to say? It's 100% agree. Especially now with the macroeconomic conditions, they are exploiting a lot of drivers. There are all these newbies who are taking these garbage right here, and they mm-hmm. don't know their worth. And then they, they're they desperate. There are a lot of desperate people out there, and they're taking advantage of it. <clears throat> and well, the it's like last week when we were going over those Uber Eats uh, screenshots. Yeah. yeah. 
That was I mean, absolutely I had one insane. Yesterday, I was going to send it to you, Chris. I had a Walmart order yesterday that I got through Uber Eats. Nine, nine, nine single individual drop-offs. It was going to take me 126 minutes, and Uber was paying me 26 bucks. Ooh. Hold on, like, let me find that. Let me find the one that I sent you. That's the new share. Well, let me find the one that I sent you the other day. Um, this was in this one was in New York City. This was uh, another one. This was a uh, one of the deliveries. I don't know how many it was on this because it doesn't. Uh, oh wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it was twelve drop offs for this. Uh, get this. It was for three hours and two minutes was the duration with a distance of 35.1 miles. Please tell me. <laughs> the earnings, huh? get this, $19.71. Are you effing kidding me now? <laughs> well, for three $19.71. $19. You divide that by 20 bucks. You divide that by three it's like what eight dollars, seven dollars, not even seven dollars an hour. Yeah, hopefully nobody. That's did New it. York. That's in wow. that's downstate. That's in New York City. That's, uh, that's more young. I mean, it's outside, but it's uh, um, they have, that's it's Yonkers. You know what? Um, Chris Child. And uh, so it was multi-state. Christ Child says, um, they have a way of. Okay, you know what? This is a good question. Now, we always say, decline garbage, know your worth. However. Don't think for a minute that if you're without without saying it, because both CEOs said, you know, publicly that if you don't accept, it's on them. So acceptance range shouldn't matter because I got a lot of emails saying that surge my acceptance rate is falling apart. I go, it shouldn't matter. You're not going to get deactivated for low AR. And, you know, if, if the demand is there, you should get the same tips as a guy is getting it with 100 percent acceptance rate. It's not going to make any difference. But. Um, I heard from my good friend Tony in LA today. He was online for 45 minutes in a busy area. LA is busy. He didn't get one trip request. He goes, Serge, mm -hmm. my acceptance rate is 7%. Are they throttling me? I go, most likely they are. They're not going to admit it because they'll be the biggest lawsuit on the planet. But they may be throttling people with low acceptance rates. I'm not going to deny it, but I still say, don't do it. You know, wait for the trip that you think you're worth. So Christchild says they have their way of making acceptance rates matter. Yeah, it may, it may, they may be attaching a whole bunch of stuff to it. Um, and I'm, you know, but then I will still decline garbage. I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not here for charity, man. Uh, I'm not. Mr. Gambit has a good point. Uh, Amana rides you done also should get more. Yeah, you should get paid more. If you do 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 trips, you should get paid more. I agree with you hundred percent. And, um, um, uh, there was one with the algorithm that both UNL need to change their algorithm to reflect the depreciation. That's going to be very difficult to do. Um, if they were to do that, they would have to pay you what they're paying people in Seattle. <laughs> yep. That would be, that would be awesome. They'll be, they'll be paying you uh, a whole bunch more than what they're paying you now. Um, um, well, in certain rational driver in certain cities, it does AR matters to uh, platinum or or, or uh, diamond levels. I'm getting screenshots. Read the question or comment. Um, sorry. Okay. So the rational driver, Sergio. Uh, the only thing you need to do is a cure. A certain accrual, uh, you mean? 
okay, accrue a certain amount of points. The RCR hasn't mattered for at least a year. In certain cities, it still is um, rational driver. It may, be, it may not be in your city, but in certain cities it is um, because we're in touch with a whole bunch of um, drivers. Um, okay, please talk about HUM. Is it, is it a good company? Do you know anything about HUM, Chris, or H-U-M? Um, I know a little bit. I know it's a company that is a pay-to-play model. Okay. Um, I'm not sure much beyond that because um, nothing has ever come about from some of those companies. I mean, one of them was, is pretty much just a multi-level marketing uh, scheme, uh, so it, and it never took off. Uh, other ones are trying um, until they actually start you know, coming out and really, truly working. Um, no, I, I, you I'm know, on the fence on them. I'm not going to pay for something unless there is a ride base to it, uh, meaning I'm not going to pay a monthly cost if I can't recoup that cost plus a lot yeah. more. Um, There's and, Empower also, you know, Empower, right? In, in like North Carolina, D.C. Look, there has been a lot of attempts. Some have been fraud, some have been whatever. People. This is not an easy business to get into. If this was such a lucrative business to be in, we wouldn't have just Uber and Lyft. We would have 10 rideshare companies because they'd be all making money. Mm -hmm. Barrier to entry in this business is extremely high as a business, as Uber and Lyft proved that over the last 10 years, that they haven't made a red cent yet and spent billions and billions in losses. You know, initially VC money, now their own stock equity, whatever it is. We don't have to get into that. But it is not a good business to be in. If it was such a great business to be in, like software business, look how many software companies there are around the globe. Thousands, okay? It's not a good business to be in. Food delivery, human delivery, package delivery, it's just not a good business to be in. And that's why there are no, you know, these hums come and go and these empowers come and go and, and trip comes and goes. It's just, you know, it's not a good business to be in. And then if it was, man, trust me, there are a lot of people with billions of dollars who would be getting into the business. It's not that difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, the app is easy. Yeah, you can write the app and get it out there. I, I mean, like, like I say, if, if it comes down to there's a lot of riders who are actually using that platform, uh, whether it's Hum or another one or one of these pay-to-play pay models, then, yeah, at that point, it's going to be good. But if there's no rider that's... You know, no. If, if people don't know about it or anything like that, like it, okay, it's launching in Phoenix. Great. Who knows about it in Phoenix? And then yeah. if you have people coming in, uh, are they going to know? Like, what are what is Hum going to do in order to be able to spread the word to make a demand on the passenger side? Because if you have yeah. no passengers and you're just paying a monthly fee, well, that's that's just I mean, stupid business. That's, 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 where, that's, where, that's where Uber and Lyft shine because they, they came to market with billions of dollars and they got the passengers. You know, mm -hmm. getting, look, man, I, I can start a rideshare company tomorrow and I can get all the drivers I want because everybody's unhappy with Uber and Lyft. How do I get the passengers is the problem? Because passengers are going to say, what's the difference between Uber and Hum? What's the difference between Uber and Empower? What's the difference? They don't yep. give a shit about the driver. I mean, if, you think, if you guys think passengers give a shit about you guys, drivers, you guys are majorly, majorly mistaken. All they want to do is get picked up as fast as possible and go from point A to B as cheaply as possible. Period. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's it. So don't don't have in this, you know, idea of, oh, this guy is better than this guy. You're not going to have any passengers. You can sit there and pay your subscription fee. You're not going to yeah. do it. 
So the, the thing the thing is here, if if you want to to you if you want to venture into something like that, um, you have probably a better shot at doing personal clientele uh, and personal uh, yourself because you can start that essentially once you're fully regulated uh, within the bylaws of your area that you drive in. Again, research that, make sure everything is a okay, tip top, in order to be able to do that. But then start taking private rides, build your own clientele list. And then work that and, you know, it's going to take effort and it's going to take time. But after, after a little while, you could potentially fully transition to doing private clientele only. And you're going to spend a little bit of money, but on the other side, you're going to make more money. And those are probably the passengers that you want to have in your car. Those are the people that are, you're going to enjoy because one, they have a personal attachment to you. So they're going to, to be happy about that. Two, you're going to have a good attachment with them and you know they've been in your car already so they're going to take care of your stuff they're going to treat it better overall they're going to treat you better you might see more tips out of that there's there's a whole thing there so on these pay-to-play services unless there's demand i i would just keep i would sit on the sidelines and wait wait and watch yeah, well, that is a good question here william um says sergio why do these companies no, why don't they have caps on availability of drivers? They have it in New York City and they have higher rates. That's the only city they have caps on, especially in the five boroughs. The rest of the country, look, you, you, again, that's that's a question that goes deep into the, you know, into the fabric of these companies. There's two utilization factors. One is Uber needs to have as many drivers as possible for the passenger to get picked up in four to five minutes. That's all they care. They don't care if they have a thousand drivers in a square mile or 10,000 drivers. They prefer 10,000. They prefer that 9,900 or that 10,000 is going to go hungry because to them, the most important thing is how fast can I have this guy pick up this passenger? That's why there are no caps. Now, the government will get involved. You know, New York City, TLC got involved and they have caps, you know, not, and then, but having caps is going to come with a whole bunch of other issues, meaning, if you have a cap, will they elect drivers saying that you have this shift, you, you know, that's going to get into a little bit of the employee model. So to me, you know, uh, don't wish for something that you don't want to happen. I mean, it, having caps may not be a great idea. So, um, I mean, look, there are so many great questions here and, you know, but I, I mean, we're going to try to get to as many as we can, but then we don't want to go too far over. Um, there is one really good question that I wanted to hit, but they're flying. So, yeah. Well, why don't you uh, look for that and then okay. we'll start save that uh, comment yeah. for after. We'll do our 2023 predictions and their thoughts. Okay. Uh, people who are watching this live right now, not on the replay, unfortunately. If you're watching the replay, by all means, put in the comments what your thoughts are for 2023 going forward. Uh, if you see any changes, your thoughts. Uh, if you want to specifically answer one of the questions or topics that we're going to bring up during this little section, um, then do that. And then also live chat, share your thoughts on these as well through each point that we go on. And again, for the people who are watching the replay on YouTube, uh, you can just hit the live chat. You should be able to see the live chat replay. Um, for those who are listening to the podcast, uh, you might want to go to YouTube and check it out. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about the uh, 2023 predictions where we're going to be yeah. going um, so first off, uh, where do you, where was Uber going to be going this year? What do you what are your thoughts um, there? I I I think Uber 
you know, Uber is going to be the last Mohican. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, Lyft maybe another year the way they're going, and they're not going to be a viable entity. I mean, they're not going to be able to stand on their own. Um, you know, Uber is going to win the game, but then uh, what game are they winning? I honestly, what the, what what game is that? Uh, they're in three horrible businesses. They're going to be continue being in three horrible businesses. The only thing, I mean, I'm being very serious now. I'm being very frank and up, up front. I think it's going to be a very, very, very horrible, bad, long winter for rideshare drivers just for the fact that macroeconomic conditions are going to hurt. And I am also very, very cautious that demand on the delivery side and the rideshare side is going to suffer. Um if the recession hits, which I think it's coming and it's going to be a long winter. So people need to figure out what they need to do. Um, if rideshare is what you're willing to continue to do, um, I think you need to just find another side hustle of your side hustle. If you're doing it on a full-time basis, um, I pray for you that you stay safe, but you just got to weather the storm again. I've been in it for seven years, Chris. I've seen this before in 2018, 19, the same kind of oversaturation. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, pandemic hit and things change. I'm not saying another pandemic is going to save everything. It's not about that. It's about the economy going through its peak, which it did. Now it's going to go through its valley. And when it does that and it, you know, starts coming out of it again, I think a lot of people who are driving now don't have to drive. And, and, you know, we're going to go back to regular balance and it's going to be okay. Second half of 2023 should be okay, better than the first half. The first half is going to be tough. I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, there are way too many drivers out there, I think. You know, I, I don't know if going on that, I don't know if it's going to be that short-lived because uh, there's a lot of, you know, companies and places that have not had the realization yet. Yes, there has been some tech companies that have had a major and massive layoffs, uh, Uber and Lyft being, you know, two of the companies, but you see Facebook, you see Twitter, you see these other companies that are having massive layoffs. That's going to affect things. Same thing with with other unrealized um, issues that are going to be arising. Uh, once those are going to be arising, then you're going to see people start tightening up those budgets, those purse strings. You could see late, more layoffs coming. You're going to see more people coming out. So it could take, a, I don't know if it's going to take six months. Uh, it could be a year. It could be maybe two years uh, at worst. I don't think it's going to go longer than that, but I don't think it's going to be a, be a short run. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. The other thing that I'm, um, I'm hoping to see is, uh, honestly, I mean, you know, outside the, you know, there, look, 2023 could be, a, I, I, for these companies, by the way, could be a very tumultuous year. I mean, look, we have two massive, massive uh, legal cases that are going to be settled. And one is the Prop 22 case in California. Again, you know, people driver in Chicago doesn't care about that. But, you know, whatever California does, so does the rest of the country. The other thing is the bigger one is going to be the Department of Labor ruling that's going to come out in about 30 to 60 days. And honestly, I mean, that's going to that's gonna change. That could change things overnight. That could literally yep. change things overnight. And every one of you guys who are here so used to flexibility and freedom, if Department of Labor says, 
hey, you guys have 3 million drivers in between DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, Grubhub, Instacart, you know, all these gig companies, you guys have 6 million drivers. You know, they're all your employees. Take care of them. And guess what? The next day, the next day, the apps, you will not be able to log on and there'll be schedules if you're able to log on. They're going to push a schedule on you. They're not going to, because they cannot afford to have 6 million drivers as employees in their books. It's just not going to happen. So mm -hmm. those two things can change, you know, the scale, um, balancing scale. I mean, I, the, the DOL thing is going to be massive. These companies yeah. could literally it's... disappear overnight if the DOL says, hey, Going away from the DOL rule, uh, not taking that new effect yet. Let's just say things are as is going as into is. 2023. Do you think that uh, Uber is going to be able to post their first year or the first quarter no. in pro of profit this year? No. Okay. Not true profit. You know, they have been profitable. Well, yeah, true profit is what I'm asking. Not, not, not true profit. They have been profitable, according to Ebita, which is meaningless to me. Um, they yeah. were on their way. If the economy did not slow and the Fed didn't raise the rates to where they, what they're doing now, uh, yeah, I would have bet on it that they would be too uh, cash flow, free cash flow positive and too profits. Lyft, no, not at all. Lyft, I think. Speaking of Lyft, where yeah. do you th what, what, are you, what are your predictions for 2023 when it comes to Lyft? Lyft is going to lose market share, I think. Lyft is going to lose market share and Lyft is also... Um, Going, their costs are going to go up because look, a lot of drivers. If if you were to ask, do a survey of drivers between Uber and Lyft, a lot of people are picking Uber for one reason or another. It could be the app, it could be the pay, whatever it is. Um, Lyft has to increase their costs to get drivers back on their platforms. And and with everything that I'm seeing in my city and a lot of emails I get from other cities, Lyft is really trying. Lyft is actually surging more than Uber in LA and in San mm. Francisco. Lyft is putting out a lot more streaks. Uber is going very low cost. They're not putting out anything. So Lyft is, look, Lyft, it's been a struggle for Lyft to exist with Uber. Um, and it's a struggle. The struggle is going to, is real and it's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to get any easier. So mm -hmm. I'm, I, I, I mean, they'll be around. They'll stick around for another year probably until they burn all through their cash. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, you're, you're gonna. I think start think. I think you're going to start seeing Uber and Lyft separate when it comes down to it. Every before this, uh, you know, last year before that, uh, Uber and Lyft were synonymous with each other, at least from the standpoint of several people. Um, I think you're going to start seeing the differentiation really start come coming to. It's already started, but you're really going to start seeing it going in 2023. Um, the differences between Uber and Lyft. And I think that's going to to be the difference between survival and not survival yep. um, when it comes to company. Um, and then uh, what do you think about food delivery for the next year and in last mile delivery? So apps like DoorDash or Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub. Uh, yeah, same thing. I'm Grubhub. Again, let's not talk about it. DoorDash is the clear leader. Um, Uber Eats is very distant second. Um, I... I mean, I know what's happening out there. Order frequency is definitely going down, and I can see it happen. It's actually in real life. When I do deliveries, I get a lot less pings now, um, number one. Number two, but that's not just me. When I do my channel checks, there's order frequencies going down. But guess what, Chris? On food delivery, Uber still is showing the receipt of the passenger to the driver right after the trip. 
So mm-hmm. I've been looking at these receipts and getting screenshots of a lot of different delivery drivers in the different cities. Frequency is going down, but what Uber is charging them is astronomically going to. If you guys are complaining that in rideshare they're taking 50%, you guys should do some deliveries and see what kind of numbers they're taking away. <laughs> 70, 80%. Like a burrito literally is costing the, the, the customer like 20 bucks between delivery fees, service charge, tip, this and that is 20 bucks. The oh, burrito is nine bucks. That's like that one, uh, it was like a, getting a delivery of a coffee that was like 1936 or something. Yeah. It's like, some crazy me, I never... so what they're doing is they know they're going to run short because the frequency of ordering is going down. So they're pumping just to make the earnings this quarter. Uber is just absolutely ripping customers off. I mean, mm-hmm. rip into them hard. So to me, that's also going to be a questionable situation. Look, man, it all depends how severe the recession is going to be. If the recession mm-hmm. is severe, people are going to tighten their belts and not order $30 burritos, $20 cups of coffee. And that's where we are. So it's reality. You know, I mean, yeah. look, everything is oh. going to be a long winter. That's all I can say. More, may, Maybe not as bad as your snowstorms, but it's going to be a long winter. So. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I honestly think I think in, in several markets, it's going to be it's going to be rough. And I mean, if you if you stick it out, then you're probably going to be all right. But yeah, you're going to have to figure out probably something else on top of it just to, you know, kind of suffice during that time. Whether that's a, another side hustle or something that you could potentially turn into a plan A, um, you know, you might want to do something or try something uh, just in those slow times and those hard times that are probably going to come up for quite a few people um so let's let's uh you, you kind of touched upon the dol rule uh what do you, what do you think is gonna happen that's that just ended period a couple yeah. what a week or two ago a couple weeks ago yeah um basically it's a proposed for those who don't know it's a proposed rule rule change on how to classify independent contractors or employees and they're basically taking it pretty similarly to uh, the AB5 three-part rule test, um, whether a uh, person is actually an independent contractor or an employee. Um, and this this could, yeah, this could spell a, a big change uh, for drivers of, you know, rideshare, food delivery, last mile delivery, just the gig economy as a whole. Um, and it could have much even further impacts uh, like AB5 did. There were plenty of exemptions uh, like doctors, lawyers, real estate agents. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they included um, um, you know, like news news and different AB5, people. In- AB, AB5 included everybody pretty much from truck drivers to, yeah. to but there uh, were a lot of exemptions though too. Yeah, well, a lot of company, a lot of industries who could afford to lobby, they got a lot of exemptions. But, well, rideshare, rideshare wasn't one of them, so <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, and to me, that's going to be a huge change. So I think I, you know, we need to wait and see how that's going to turn out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's one thing that's going on that in the comments they're talking, you know, a lot of people talking about cars and used cars and this. So there was a graphic that I looked at today after I looked at the Tesla stock price that lost $600 billion in market capitalization last three months. That's, uh, by the way, people, if you guys are really interested, that's 12 times Uber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, not Elon Musk, Tesla as a company. 
And guess what, Chris? Mm -hmm. You may, uh, you know, you may be able to get yourself a. Well, I know you're not going to get an electric car, but um, <laughs> well, Tesla, you know, prices, we... Tesla oh, car prices are crashing. All most so average used car prices in the last three months come have come down four percent. You know, there was this craziness for a while that people were buying cars and driving and selling it for a higher price, which I'm going yep. like in the history of this country that has never <laughs> happened. Right. No, the, then, the only times appreciation only happened when it was a classic car that was coming back out. Yeah. And it no, had no, no. To it like a regular car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so the Tesla prices, right, in the last three months have come down 12% from an average of 67,000. This is all used, used Tesla cars from an average of 67,000 to 56,000. So, so, and Tesla, you know, shut down their Shanghai plant today where all, most of their cars come out. So, uh, Elon, time to wake up. <laughs> time to wake up. Get, get off your Twitter shit. Get back to Tesla because I'm going to start buying some Tesla stock probably New Year's. So get your <laughs> shit together, Elon. <laughs> well, when it, when it comes to, here's the thing, though. When it comes to Tesla, I don't know if they just brought EVs into the, into the forefront mm -hmm. and kind of, mm -hmm. you know, changed the scene because... You have a lot of these legacy car makers like GM and Ford and BMW and all of these car manufacturers are bringing on EVs into the market. So, you know, the thing is they've perfected their vehicle creating procedures over, you know, many, many, many years. Even like companies like Kia and Hyundai, I would have never entertained ever owning a Kia or a Hyundai. But, you know, some of the new Kias that are out there, they're very nice. And I would entertain looking at it. And the reason why we're ha probably having this conversation a little bit when it comes to cars, uh, not only because of the, the comments uh, within the chat, but uh, you, I, I told yeah, you that my yeah. is on its way out and uh, I'm going to have to be getting a newer vehicle soon. So whether it's going, what it's going to be, I'm not sure yet. All right. Well, I'm sure it'll be an ice car. I, I bet on it, it'll be a gas car. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right now, right, it'll well, absolutely because well, uh, EVs are not uh, an e electric vehicle in this area is not going to be uh, enough for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so there you go. So, the, everybody is a Tesla analyst now, right? So, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> they all go like, yeah, because this is what's happening to yeah, Tesla. Well, what's happening they to also have like, the most, they also have the well. most cars, most EVs out there. So, if you want an EV, chances are you're going to be able to get a Tesla. But yeah. as more car manufacturers are bringing EVs to market, because they're just starting this year, you know, they just started. The, the Hummer just came out. Uh, Rivian just came out. Uh, other cars are coming out. So you had up until, what, this past year, you only had a few EVs on the market. Now you're getting more and more. So you're going to see Tesla's market share drop. It's not going to be the same powerhouse in an EV manufacturer company as it is today or yesterday. All right. So the, there's a Snoopy says second richest man in the world. Can't be that much of a fool. You know, Snoopy, <laughs> not the richest people are not the smartest people on the planet. And, you know, as, as genius as Elon is, I think he's got a few screws loose. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sure about what you just said, but um, you know, uh, I, this is not stock advice. So when I said, let me buy Tesla next year, I'm just saying it for my own purposes. I'm not telling you guys to do it or not to do it. Um, but then everybody's got an opinion on Tesla. So we should do a sp special on Tesla. Let's see what kind of viewership we get. We'll probably <laughs> go right through the roof that way. 
So uh, yeah, actually, you know what? There was say, uh, money dealers charging over on. MSRP, and that is uh, for the most part. But you can get a there's a lot of cars that are getting at MSRP now, um, yeah, and then yeah, there's a few sure. places where you can actually get a little bit lower. Um, so as more new cars are hitting the market because of the chip shortages and stuff, um, that was kind of the biggest issue there uh, when it came to the pricing. But now that things are starting to get in this equilibrium, um, yeah. you're going to see them get back into that that cost uh, where it's MSRP. But you know you're yeah. probably going to see a car crash coming soon. Um, it's, it's here. It's here. <laughs> no, I mean even worse. Yeah, I know. Um, this, this what I heard hard. is. Yeah. Huh? It's just starting. Whatever goes up parabolic, if you guys know what that is, you know, the ending of parabolic is never good. So just Google yep. parabolic and then you guys will know. So it was a good question here. The Mike says, what does right chair guy think of task rabbit? No car needed. Well, I don't know about no car needed, Mike. You're going to have to get to the job. So somehow yep. if you're like a handyman, you know, you need to have some tools. You know, I mean, unless you're going to do task rabbit and do or a fiver maybe be just a graphics designer and just going to be sitting home doing zoom and you know all that kind of stuff you know, a lot of stuff on task rabbit like putting desks together and doing these kind of things you're going to need some tools and you're going to need a car to get to the job so yep. i'm not sure if you don't but i mean the cost is going to be less obviously plus as an independent contractor mike you can name your price if you're too high then some other rabbit is going to get the job as opposed to you so you know um and, and the same guy says I wish channel would make videos on TaskRabbit. Well, uh, you know, we do videos on pretty much every gig, gig economy company out there from Spark to, to obviously the big ones, the DoorDashes, Ubers, Lyfts, uh, Instacarts, and all that stuff. We have all the contributors doing that. And uh, we'll get your message to the boss that we need to make a video on TaskRabbit. But there are a couple of articles, by the way, on TaskRabbit. If you go to our blog and check it, We've done articles on TaskRabbit. And, um, yeah, just so you know, there are videos that are going to be coming on TaskRabbit. So stay tuned yeah, for that. There you go. Um, you know, one, one of the things is it start, It may have started as the rideshare guy eight years ago when Harry started the channel. Yeah. Um, and when basically it was just Uber and Lyft. But, you know, it's gone into a, a whole array of apps and different platforms that are out there. So... You know, just try and cover them, cover quite a few, and there's more that pop up all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, don't worry. TaskRabbit is one of those. Um, there's a couple others as well. Uh, so they're going to be highlighted and um, talked about as as the year goes on. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking so about twenty. One more good question: How are they going to adjust the price for riders when the fuel sur fuel surcharge goes away? Good question. Um, I am hoping <laughs> that they lower it by 55 cents. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Chris? You think they're going to lower the riders' fares by 55 cents? <laughs> um, you know, I don't really think so. <laughs> no, man, you um, know what? You know what? I don't I, I, I'm not going to say they won't. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. There's no real way to verify. <laughs> Ryan goes, of course not, Sergio. I'm just asking the question, bro. I'm just a messenger. Oh, yeah. Well, IQ goes, ask now. Oh my. Okay, there you go. we settled it. Here, I will tell you exactly what to do. Start pick, pick a pickup and drop off location. Start with your app right now on the on the passenger app. Look how much that'll be. Do it multiple times throughout a day. 
you know, just so you can get the base average of what it's going to be. And then come January and do that, do this through January 3rd. So you have, have a good sample size. Uh, you got to do the same pickup, same drop off. Don't order the ride. Just see what the cost is going to be. And then, uh, you know, after January 3rd, kind of do the same exact thing where you do, you know, maybe 10, 15 times uh, just to see that average and see if it drops at 55 cents or not. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent idea. That will be done. (laughs) Consider it done. And then Norma goes, they will do what Lyft did at a surcharge. Holy shit. You guys have such a horrible perception of these companies. (laughs) Hey, Uber, are you watching this? I know you are. So you see this, bro? They don't trust you whatsoever. Okay. It's just perception is garbage. It's horrible out there. I don't even know why. And then and then we zoom goes <laughs> one billion trips times fifty-five cents. <laughs> yep. Five hundred fifty million dollars right there. Cha ching, baby. <laughs> oh um, my god. Yeah, it's, know, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> Jeff is here. Hello, Jeff. What's up, my man? Jeff, the sunshine man from Charleston or Myrtle Beach, more like it. He said they will drop it from the riders fair. Well, we will find out then. We're going to test that theory. Jeff, just for you, I'm on test. (laughs) We're going to test that, and then not uh, the next episode, but in two weeks, we'll be able to give you an answer because that will be uh, uh, one of those definite uh, feedbacks. Because we're going to—I mean, January third is next week, so we're going to have to figure out exactly. after that so we'll figure that out we'll let you know um I but have, either way uh, either way prices well, are going up so yeah. how are you going to know the difference yeah yeah no i you know what that was a great idea i'm going to do that um i'm going to take take um uh screen i mean yeah. melvin's got it right he said dar needs a raise but you know he he's got to work for his, is probably getting a raise according to inflation yeah he's probably <laughs> getting a raise according to inflation because inflation is hurting his pocketbook so instead of mm-hmm. 40 million, he's going to make, make uh, 44 million now. So, you guys are happy about that? Um, <laughs> still doing, did, did he uh, give up his salary? Is he still give, giving up his salary or did he uh, get that back after uh, the pandemic started? The, all, no, no, all the no, CEOs no, were getting, like, oh, I'm going to give up my salary, but the bonus no, is still going to come. Fully. He's getting paid fully. <laughs> he's getting paid fully. He's not giving anything. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, no. Um, Dara needs a raise. No, okay. See, there's Mike Shaw. Mike Shaw. Mike, I have a great article coming up about driver safety, which talks about a driver who got actually carjacked. Um, and he's been saying this. Uh, this is like the third time, so I have to mention it. Because vet riders for driver safety. Mike Shaw, we agree 100 percent We talked about this, we've done videos about this, we did town halls about this, and all drivers agree with you meaning the the onboarding of passengers has to be scrutinized if you do believe what uber is saying that like fake names are not going to be allowed debit debit cards or gift cards are not going to be allowed without verification time will tell but i think it has to go beyond that i think i think drivers have to um, uh, just like drivers, I mean, we're not, passengers are not going to go through background checks, but I think passengers have to upload a verifiable ID. They have to. They have to. That's got to be a must. Yeah. Um, drivers charge dollar for AC, dollar for heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we, can't, we can't charge for a seatbelt, Norma, but we can charge for. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the yeah. safety. But uh, I do like that. I think that that's a good yeah. idea. You know, you remember seeing that that uh, little charge sheet 
oh god it was a meme that went around a couple of years ago it started uh for different services that that an uber driver can offer i think you're going to start seeing that in there like you want me to be quiet i'll talk your ass off but if you want me to be quiet it's going to be an uh, an extra ten dollars <laughs> Like a list, right? You know what? Yeah. We're gonna have Tony on, uh, maybe you know next year. Next year's only we can, you know, Tony, our good friend from here in LA. He was tweeting uh-huh. the other day. He was tweeting the other day. He came up with this amazing, amazing idea. I'm not gonna tell it. I want him He's to the tell idea, you man. And he had I'm some telling you, on the show. It's an amazing idea. In fact, this is how amazing it was. Um, Chris Taylor. I'm going to mention your name because I know we have a relationship now, Twitter relationship, but, you know, uh, a little uh, rambunctious relationship we have going. We had some Twitter battles. He's an ex-Uber exec. He's been, he worked there for five, six years. So every time I tweet, he tweets back. He says something, you know, why should drivers decline trips? Everybody should accept all trips. The guy doesn't even work there anymore. He's defending Uber. So guess what? I said, Chris, hey, man, you know, why don't you come on the show? We'll have a quiet civil debate with an ex-Uber employee who's still is defending Uber. I'll moderate. Like huh? I'll moderate it. Uh, <laughs> I'll be the so, moderator. You, you're you're on the driver's side. He's on the Uber side. Yes, and sir. And uh, we'll, we'll do we'll do a nice little debate. You know, yeah, I'm have him on. And he, he agreed <laughs> to it. Nick, Nick, you agreed to it. It's on Twitter land. You cannot erase that shit. So it's in Elon's server now. So. <laughs> So we're going to have a debate. You know, we talked a lot. He, he knows a lot about how the algorithms work. He knows a lot about, um, you know, I asked him uh, if throttling happens. He goes, he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> so, but it's probably got an NDA. But no, I'm not making fun of it. I'm just, we're going to have him on to talk about all this good stuff. And um, nice. so uh, what else? What I look else? forward oh, to yeah, we should We should charge for also... Um, um charging cables Pick your own radio station yep absolutely charge for 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 that you know if you want spotify or something price is going higher <laughs> yeah if you want premium of course yeah premium. <laughs> you know we should be just like the airlines look at these losers they all cancel trips right and left they're still charging shit ton of money and they don't even give you a pillow for free so i'm going like hey you know yep. we just, just our own car <laughs> screw that yeah there you go <laughs> all right well let's uh let's uh do these last two uh prediction questions and okay. uh go from there and then all we right. can get some more questions and um okay. so what 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 do you think where do you think upfront pay and upfront earnings is going to go in 2023 do you think it's going to be corrected uh do you think it's going to be where as both dara and john had mentioned that they want drivers to have high acceptance rates so they have to price rides accordingly do you see that actually ever happening um do you think that this correction is going to continue um what what's your thought and then okay. do you think there's going to be any conditions you know put on yeah. in in 2023 or what, what, what do you where do you see upfront earnings and upfront pay going upfront pay earnings um although they need to be adjusted although there's both ceos said what they said on our channel um, I don't think it's going to change much. I think every driver can and should be able to, um, once they know their costs, Chris, I think this, this even if the upfront fares don't change, I think it's going to be a lot easier to be a profitable driver. I mean, our goal has to be, are you profitable or not? If you're not profitable, get the heck out of rideshare, period. 
Um, I don't think much is going to change. What I think is going to change, though, is that, look, we cannot call these CEOs, they're CEOs, after all, of billion-dollar companies. I'm not going to call them liars, okay? Um, I think there will be a small bit of an adjustment on the long end of the trips because the haircut they introduced is massive, massive. They need to change long trip pay um, and bring it down to what it used to be, maybe only a 10% haircut from a 30% haircut. But other than that, I don't think much is going to change. The reason for that is they have, they brought this on at the perfect, perfect time, which was an oversaturated marketplace, meaning all these garbage trips are getting picked up. It doesn't have to be by a newbie, by a desperado. Okay. So five that uh yeah we don't want that do we know we zoom we don't want that we don't want, we don't want a 510 to be able to see upfront earnings or not the yeah, whole point gonna, of earnings well, it was uh, be able to, to say the acceptance rate has gone away it doesn't matter um when it comes down to it i i think i think acceptance rate is going to matter pretty soon from mm. what i know i think it's going to matter pretty soon just for the fact we'll that see. Just for the fact that uh, passenger wait times are going up and nobody on these long trips is getting picked up. I think I think they're going to have to do something about it, either pay better on these longer trips or put some sort of restrictions just like they did with area filter and area preference. So I'm afraid so, but I think they will. Now, going, going back to uh, the DOL rule, do you think that Uber would uh, try to go back to what they did because uh, it's very similar to AB5. Do you think that they would go back to um, what they made changes to try to make it seem like drivers were more independent contractors versus employees? So, you know, having the multiplier surge back, being able to have set your own rate type uh, multiplier. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about this. I was going to talk about this next year, which is only a week away again. Um a lot of drivers are in LA are seeing a lot of multiplier trips, Chris. A lot. Mm -hmm. I'm talking a ton. So that's not happening by a glitch. In the old days, you'd be like, oh, let's let sneak yeah, one in and then they go like that. Yeah. So I'm seeing a lot of multiplier trips going through. So either they're testing it for that exact question that you asked, because if the DOL says so, then we're going to bring this shit around. They're ready to go. Or they're gonna bring multiplier back somehow. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. There's there's way now, too many, uh, way too many trips happening with multipliers now. So yeah, I I mean, I've, what I think is gonna end up happening, and this is just my thoughts. I I really think if the DOL rule is changed and things you know progress towards that, I I can kind of see Uber trying to uh, you know finagle their one, two, three by pulling the same things that they did when it came to trying to circumvent AB5 before Prop 22 came around yeah. um, with those couple of changes. And personally, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them. You know, I, I wouldn't mind being able to set my own rate. So if I wanted to charge 2X, I'd be able to charge 2X. But that yeah. also means that you'd have to bring back, you know, time and distance rates because it has to be coupled to something. You know, you right. can't take uh the same exact ride two different times at two different prices yep. um you know that that's something you got to figure out there so um i wouldn't mind seeing some of those changes especially if you have more control as a driver uh and then being able to continue as independent contractor or yep. just 
say, screw these games and just give us what Washington has in the state of Washington, Seattle. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, what now we talked about the department of labor with their rule, uh, the FTC investigation that they were, uh, talking about, you know, I, God, when was this now? This is a couple yeah, months ago at this point, but yeah. they, they said that they were investigating both Uber and Lyft for um, claims that they were making on behalf of drivers and earnings um, and things like that. So do you see uh, the FTC making any changes or, or any rule? No, I don't have the clearance besides just maybe fining. No, um, I, you know, the, the, there's three, three phases of this. There's local legislatures, there's state, obviously, and then there's federal, right? Federal, you know, has the biggest hammer, but it moves so slow that I I don't think FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is going to be able to do much with these companies. If they were going to do it, I think it was mostly talk. Um, what the I think the most effective pressure that these companies could receive is from the state legislatures, not even local ones. That's what happened in Seattle. That's what's happening in New York City. And that's what they need to face. They need to they need to be brought to the table as opposed to one way or another. They have to come to the table and, and figure this shit out because, you know, drivers are human too, man, right? Drivers are suffering doing these trips without knowing if they're profitable or not. But I think it's time that I'm not a huge fan of the government at, in any case, but at some point, you know, government's going to protect you from certain stuff that's, you know, this exploitation that people are talking about, FTC is supposed to do that, but I don't think they are. But I think these companies need a wake-up call. They've been running the show, you know, having the cake and eating it too for too long. I think they need to, you know, get a little slap upside down the head and say, hey, man, you know, this is not going to work out. But other than that, man, I don't think it's business as usual. Uber, you talk to anybody at Uber or you, you listen to their conference calls, they're not worried about any of this whatsoever because they know they're going to spend a few hundred million more to get it tied up in courts and they're going to live like that, you know? Yep. I mean, there's what else is there? And um, there was one question somebody asked that was interesting, but it flew by. You know, this I'm not used to reading and answering questions. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we need well, to. I think, I think uh, um, no, I think there. And then somebody just put uh, PTL said minimum wage is not the answer. And I agree. Yeah. I mean, first of all, if if I could go to McDonald's and make minimum wage, or if I could drive rideshare and still have to make minimum wage, uh, but none of my costs for my car are being covered, that's just stupid to stay in rideshare because now you're actually making less because, again, you have to account for those costs. You have to account for your yeah. gas. You got to account for your maintenance. You got to account for the car, all of that stuff. So yeah. it should never be looked at as minimum wage. Uh, it yeah. should always be looked at higher than that. And then the, that like, looking at that whole uh, DoorDash pay by the hour bullshit, that should uh, it, like $14 or, or some places we're seeing like $8 an hour. That's yeah. that and, could be half minimum wage. And it's like, uh, how are you going to do? Plus, you got to remember your costs for your car. You got to have you got to pay for it to run. You got to pay for the wear and tear. You got to pay for the you got to pay for all that stuff. So it should never be looked at as minimum wage. It should be looked at above that. And then you be able to not only pay for those uh, costs that are going to be associated with your car, but also then for you to be able to live. Yeah, well, I, I you know, a lot of the people who are doing this because of 
the flexibility part or whatever. Um, if you have a minimum wage job in California, let's say you do, you know, you're getting paid $15 and 20 cents. That's what minimum wage is in LA County, but in general, in California, around 15 bucks. If you're a rideshare driver and grossing 21, 22 bucks an hour, after your expenses, you ride at 15, but then you don't have a worn out car and a worn out body. So you have to really, really consider these things coming up in 2023. Yeah, as a rideshare driver, you better be pumping out 28 to 32 bucks an hour after your expenses. You're above, way above minimum wage in most, in California anyway. A lot of different cities, different numbers. If your minimum wage is 12 and you're grossing 18 as a rideshare driver, I don't think you should do rideshare. I think you should go get that minimum wage job because your numbers after expenses is right at that 12, 13 anyway. And you don't have a worn out car. Going to standing at McDonald's is not going to, I mean, we keep saying McDonald's, but we shouldn't be. Any minimum, any <laughs> no, minimum wage job, any minimum wage job, you're not going to wear out your car. You're just going to go to work, collect your paycheck, go back home. I mean, yep. you're not going to drive hundreds of hundreds of thousands of miles top of that, On top of that, you're also going to get benefits. So, yeah. for, I mean, for the most part, for, for most places, you probably get benefits depending, um, you know, where yeah. you go. So you could be looking at, you know, 401k, you could be looking at paid time off, you could be looking at a lot of different things. So you got to factor all that into it, uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, yeah. If you're going to choose going to get a W2 versus, yeah. you know, the freedom and flexibility, because the freedom and flexibility only gets you so far. But, you know, when I, for me, the thing that I never understood, and maybe somebody in chat can tell me if you're one of these people, but if you're working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours doing rideshare, and you're making, yeah, I mean, you're probably making pretty good money, but there's no freedom and flexibility in that. Please tell me where the freedom and flexibility is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're literally just sleeping and driving, where's the freedom and flexibility to turn your app off? I mean, yeah, sure, you could turn it off when you got to charge your vehicle if you got an EV or uh, you got it uh, during the slow times or something, or you turn on a different app. I mean, uh, there, there's a lot more to life than just uh, just working rideshare or yeah. or food delivery or something. Yeah. So yeah. when you're working 50, 60, 70 hours a week, um, you are you making you enough? Be, I mean, look, if you're doing that, you better be bringing in, you know, 2,500 to 3K a week, bro, because that's that's what you're worth. I mean, that's a lot of hours. Um, yeah. There is one one quick question. It goes, this guy asked another question I missed. Uh, Boti the Hun, he goes, why don't they just use taxi model time and distance? It's that simple. Um, are you new to rideshare, buddy? <laughs> We've been using that until maybe like a few months ago. Um, I wish they brought that back because um, it was such a simple way to do it. But then uh, they figured out uh, how to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> now, yeah. miles and minutes don't matter because they're not a transportation company. They're a high-tech company. Now, instead of a circle, you know, a circle. It's got no, it's got no beginning. It's, got no, it's a circle. But now they, they said, hey, let's make a square. And 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 let that go. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that was another oh, good man. question. Super, super, Sergio. Where can you live in California on fifteen an hour? Nowhere, Norma. Nowhere, unless you're living with yes, six sir. other people in a two bedroom. Okay, that's about it. You cannot live on fifteen bucks an hour. But you know, there's thirty million plus people in California, and and most of them are on minimum wage. Uh, I know we have the high tech industry, we have the movie industry. Look, in California, you have the haves and have-nots. Middle class has disappeared. So either people are making billions or people are making minimum wage. That's mm -hmm. about it. And and Rational driver. I, I have an IRA. I have benefits through the ACA, too. 
Um, yeah. You know, I probably have a couple other things that I've set myself up. But the thing is, if you don't have an employer match uh, 401k, I mean, a 401k isn't great to begin with, but you know, if you're able to get a 5% match, that's extra money on top of it. If you're able to get paid time off, uh, that's something else. So, you know, those, those are the different types of benefits on top of it too, that I'm talking about, not just, and then, you know, some of these bigger companies where you can get stock options and, uh, stock, uh, stocks when it comes to, to benefits back to you. Those are a couple of things that I'm talking about when it comes to different benefits. But again, other people, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people who are doing rideshare or food delivery, things like that, probably don't even have that set up. Um, so that's the whole thing. Those are things that people should be looking at. And if they're not already or not contributing to, to their IRA or anything like that, well, then they're leaving money on the table, especially when it comes to retirement time. Right. So Bautita Hunt says, not trying to brag. Last year, I cleared 170K work, nine months working Uber. Okay, there is like that sentence is all broken. So I don't know how you made 170K doing that. But no, no knock on you. So, you know, my name, my uh, email, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, screenshots, because otherwise it never happened, Bauti the Hun, right? So, if you, 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 you <laughs> 170K a year is 15K a month, my man. I mean, if you're driving block or something like that, maybe TPC, whatever. But uh, apples to apples, 99% of our viewers are UberX or Lyft standard. So, uh i don't think you made 170k doing uber x now if you did well, that, the, if you the did, other thing is that's you're gross. not human that's so not if I, you hold on send me the email send me some screenshots and then we'll uh we'll put your heroism uh up on show me the money club uh, next year sergio yeah, I'd love to see the breakdown. And and you look i'm not knocking the i'm not knocking people who are, are who are doing this full time and hey if, if it's benefiting for you but you know the whole thing is full times 40 hours if you're working more than 40 hours then um you got you got to figure time time is very invaluable when it comes to or, or uh you can't put a price on time you know the time that you spend doing something is time that you cannot get back for something else so that's a big trade-off to remember um so there, there's a lot of different things uh when it comes down to a lot of different different aspects uh, and again, I'm not, uh, hey, whatever you got to do to make your money, great. But is it going to be the optimal way for you to actually earn out there? That's all I'm saying when it comes down to it. Um, and if it's not the optimal way, you should probably look at the optimal way. And then other people who um, are trying to make money, who are are in the dead of winter when it comes to um, the slowdowns that, you know, rideshare and food delivery are having, because yeah. of too many drivers on the road, well, it's going to help stabilize that. So those drivers who are out on the road can also make money. Right. Um, okay, so it's so, just so we're settling Boti the Hun situation here. He drives in okay. Chicago. This year he goes. He's going to be lucky if he if he broke hundred k. So last year he made one seventy k. This year hundred k. Okay, because I'm I, late I, on I comments. I'm trying to read the comments. The... I'm late. So my email. I'm down to that now. My email Boti the Hun is Sergio at the rideshareguy.com right the rideshareguy.com one word no spaces sergio at the rideshareguy.com then he says i'll send it to you right now w2 but please blow out my info no i will not blow out your info if that's what you're <laughs> saying blur. and you do not have a blur. w2 with uber so as we know you're not an employee um so we'll see um 
unless God, like unless, he, like unless he is actually uh, not driving, but actually like uh, uh, actually working at Uber. <laughs> He's a quarter at Uber. He could be working <laughs> at uh, Uber, which could be a whole different story. And then yeah, yes, I absolutely uh, yeah. <laughs> go there with you. Um, <laughs> no referral so, not there. Bear clause is not going to work anymore. Um, but all right, um, I got yeah. I got one last question for a prediction for you in 2023. I know you touched upon it a little bit when we were talking about it uh, when it came to Uber and Lyft, but do you see Lyft making it through all of 2023, yes. or do you see a buyout or a bankruptcy claimed within within 2023? I think I think Lyft will survive 2023, uh, but at the end of 2023, if there is a deep recession, Lyft will not be a standalone entity in 2024. That's my prediction. Um, okay. I think I think I think they will survive this year. Um, with whatever they have left, uh, but depends on the size of the recession and depth of the recession. And um, I think in 2024, Lyft will not be a standalone entity. Um, that's it. That's my prediction. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to a couple of questions, and we're going to wrap right. up the show uh, pretty soon. But uh, let's go back to the giveaway uh, winner and talk or share who were the winners um, for the Lean Clean giveaway. Uh, so we got six win units to give away. Um, I want to congratulate Brian from Indianapolis, William from Baltimore, uh, Ragi Rahav in Denver, Jeff in Lake Tahoe, Kyle in Los Angeles. We Zoom. Uh, congrats, Nick in Madison. So congratulations, you guys. Uh, again, you will be receiving an email after the show, and we'll have to contact us within 48 hours with your address. Uh, we already have your emails, so don't try to say, hey, I am uh, Brian from Indy. Uh, we know what your email address is. Um, so congratulations to our Lean Clean yeah. winners. Uh, and if you are looking for a Lean Clean for yourself, but you weren't a winner, uh, there is a link in the description that you can go and check out uh, the Lean Clean. And again, like I said, I have one. I was able to use it one time before uh, my crazy uh, uh, winter storm decided to roll through. Um, but yeah, uh, it works pretty well and it really gets into those nicks and crannies. And then the one thing too, that I like, uh, that's pretty good is, you know, I, for my back seats, they're raised up a little bit, yeah. but I'm actually able to get really under the seats because of that nice long nozzle that's there. So I can get well, under the seats too, um, which is actually nice and gives a little bit more suction power, uh, out of it. So it is a pretty cool little thing there. Um, so uh, congratulations congratulations to our winners and again if you're looking for um one for yourself you can check the link in the description below yes sir all right well, so with that said Eddie, i'm gonna i you know what uh again this continues next year decline garbage know your worth if your worth is i don't know 15 16 dollars after expenses there are other avenues you could check into i think you know, right here is always going to be there, hopefully, and you can always come back to it. Um, the other thing that I was going to say is, listen, New Year's is coming up. It's going to be hopefully the biggest New Year's in the last three, four years because pandemic kind of slowed things down. Please be safe. If you're going to drive, please be safe. Definitely, definitely cherry pick. Please do not accept every trip. And hopefully it's bleeding in your city. Safety number one. If you see anything shady going on, please cancel and get the heck out of Dodge. Um, so my partner Chris, 
I'm telling you, I wish you uh, melted snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, you know, we had a good run for the last six months or ish, six, seven months. Uh, we're going to continue informing and educating. Yep. It's up to you guys to do what you want to do. I'm not going to tell you not to do ride share. I'm not going to tell you not to do delivery. I'm not going to tell you not to do Instacart. If in, <laughs> if if uh, but I want you to do it as a small business of yours, just like you have yep. a little hamburger stand. You know what your costs are. You know what your you know food costs are. You know what your employee costs are. You know what your expenses are. Please, please, please figure all this out. And continue doing what you're doing and maybe maybe we will um come out of this winter that i think is going to be pretty bad for right i don't hear you anymore sergio i don't know what happened with sergio he's frozen all right. Well, uh, um, so we're, I, I, if Sergio doesn't come back in the next uh, quick minute, um, then what's going to end up happening is, <laughs> well, um, yeah, if, Sir, if Sergio doesn't come back in the next couple of minutes, then uh, we'll wrap this up. Uh, we kind of got through what we wanted to, but uh, yeah, if there's any last questions or anything, um, feel free to, uh, send that uh, next week. We are going to end up up uh, oh, there. He is Sergio. Yeah, how come I see you in the center? <laughs> oh, All right. I'm, I, well, I, let's, I, let's... I clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio A and B. Oh, that. So that's how you're getting fifty, sixty dollars an hour. You're that's really right, only baby. doing about twenty five hour, twenty five an hour on two cars. That's damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, so, yeah. um, let's see. Let's go over a couple last questions real quick. And then, okay. yeah, we were going to have a couple other things that we just said uh, we're, we'll do That's next it. week uh, <laughs> when it comes to a couple of different things. So uh, appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, one other I'm thing welcome. to remember, January 3rd, the uh, fuel surcharge for gas on Uber is going to go away. <laughs> Uh, so just know that you have one last okay. week of getting that. Norma, no. you know, Norma, they're trying hard, bro. Trust me. If you knew what I know, they're really trying hard. They're trying hard, bro. It's not going to work. <laughs> I, I'm watching the big bro. So trust me, it, it ain't going to work. If it ain't going to work here, it ain't going to work anywhere else. Okay. Snoopy. Thanks guys. Okay. Thank you. Snoopy. Thumbs up. We appreciate your support. Nice. No. Okay. Should we tell them? Okay. We had this like wonderful show planned. <laughs> <laughs> we had all these all these letters from drivers and comments some complimentary some definitely not complimentary we were gonna read those and kind of go kumbaya kind of a thing and then the questions started to fly around and i go like screw that shit <laughs> we'll just we'll do it next year because uh, and, and the fact that sergio cannot stick to a formatted no, schedule in any way because shape or form <laughs> i can't i can't and chris but look look at this i mean like here, like there's all these great questions. You know, maybe we were just ignoring all these people. You know, we before ignoring, you go no, check we your ignoring. email. We, we were definitely watching comments and things like that as the show, but we always had our topics and stuff uh, that we wanted to let you guys know. The oh, other thing oh too my. is we are gonna okay. not only are we gonna have our uh, um, 
certain comments from viewers and that and emails uh that we're going to highlight on next week's but we'll also do some more um questions and then we'll probably just do a whole q a uh coming up in the next couple of weeks when it comes down to it uh where people who are watching the show live can ask their comments and questions we'll probably throw something up uh on the community tab beforehand to get questions so we can start with those and then uh, uh try to give get in as many questions as we can as the show goes on okay hold on this guy Boti sent me his email he's he's his earnings hold on let's see um 2021 uber 1099 okay let's see okay those do not add up to 170k dun 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 yeah gross amount of payment card third party never okay that you you first of all you extrapolated it extrapolated your numbers and that way it got out to 170 and then you know um okay we're gonna have to show this to people now this guy worked hard he did make about 10 11k on average per month um that's so nine months amount of, that's yeah nine, okay, okay. it's not 170k yeah okay um but he did it's make probably what it's probably what the, the the riders uh paid yeah exactly. when it came all and done yeah. so you well, you probably did. generated one hundred and seventy thousand dollars to uber not necessarily making one hundred and seventy thousand yeah, exactly. dollars in pocket exactly but look still the numbers are numbers um he did uh, damn well. I mean, he was averaging about 10K a month. And that's still mm-hmm. that's still good money. Uh, are you driving um are you driving Uber X or are you driving Uber Black or are you driving some other higher platform? Which I we would like to know. Uh I will look into these numbers and then get back to you, Boti. Um we're we're not knocking you. We we think we think you're working you hard. And we, yeah. Are you looking up two or, or was it just the one? I have just there's just two. Um, there's two, but I look at I have to look at it. I mean, you know, I have to look at the look at it in more in in detail. And uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's on live right now. <laughs> Uber Uber X. There you go. He does Uber X in Chicago, and he did 120. He's got an Accord Hybrid uh no that's yeah, for 20, a month is absolutely possible yeah yeah 10 about 2500 a, a week yeah he worked hard though but that's 2021 not 2022 and he did mm-hmm. say himself that for 2022 he may not even break 100 so okay um i used to do 220 rides a week but every single bonus but now i barely do 70. that's there are reasons for that your your health is probably shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you did if you if oh, you did yeah. than 20 trips so See, but no i'll look at the numbers i'll get, much, I'll get yeah. in touch with you i'll get in touch with you you know and hey man we're always looking for positive and hopefully you saved your money you did not blow it on some shit and hopefully and and i'll it's bet you food. were you in a were you in a rental i'll bet you he was in a rental too so if you were in a rental hey man you didn't put out wear and tear on the car so maybe uh, i don't know maybe you did come out ahead uh, yeah. well, and then who knows maybe next next week too uh with next week's show maybe i'll have a new car 
to talk about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Trying to figure that out. Yeah. My Jeep, my, my Jeep is uh, 10, 10 years old, almost to the date. It's 10, 10 years plus uh, uh, three days when I last, when I bought it. It's 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Amazing car. Uh, very little wear and tear and uh, maintenance actually went into it. Uh, besides, you know, the average, uh, I think I only changed the, the brakes on it twice out of its entire lifespan and uh um i only had to get two sets of tires and then uh you know just the normal oil changes and all that um but it's uh, it's getting to the point 188,000 miles on it and uh, uh it's definitely gotten to the point where there's more uh work that needs to be done on it uh that just continues to pile up so it's like oh well i think it's uh, about time especially with uh something a vehicle that's going to need to be around for a while with the kids so i don't know we'll see what happens and uh figure out what i go with maybe another jeep we'll see yeah so, <laughs> well you know I, i'm sure you 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 need something with the for the kids as well i mean it's not, not for a ride share but you need a family car right so you're yep. so you're so you're I mean, still in it, but yeah i don't know maybe i'll do a third row jeep and then get uh xl and comfort included on that so there we'll see there you go <laughs> So Ahmed Mohammed is in uh, Birmingham, UK. You know, uh, let's see, it's eight hours ahead there. So it's like three in the morning. Okay, you need to go to bed, Ahmed. But thank you for joining us, man. Much appreciated. See, yeah, there's a good that. part. There's there's also a good part of rideshare. Okay, it's not all bad, people. Here you go. PT, is it PTI or PTL? PTL sale paid off 25,000 credit card debt from ridesharing last three years. Awesome. Nothing wrong with any of these people. We're just calling it the way we see it. Rideshare is not all evil. Rideshare is not all bad. As long as you know what the F you're doing. As long as you know your cost, you know your you know your business expenses. Rideshare could be very lucrative depending on what city you're in. Look at look at this bulky guy. Mm -hmm. The guy killed it. And hopefully he saves the money. Not just where you are, but strategies. Yeah, man. He just, well, he didn't look like he had much strategy. To do 220 trips a week, he pretty much accepted everything and took it the way it goes. Otherwise, yeah. you can't do 220. But Mike, um, my question to you, yeah. Bodhi, besides is how many hours would you average per week online? Yeah. That is well, my question to you. Yeah. Well, probably a lot. Okay. But then 2021, Mario, you know, Chicago had closures and, you know, pa- pandemic was not gone and the, there was a shortage of drivers. And I can pretty much know understand i mean guess that his his quests were through the roof at that time yeah. chicago had some crazy here's, here's a comment from mario he said he uh he stopped driving for uber uh because he's got the problem with the timeout every three declined rides yeah. uh uh mario how many hours are they logging you off for uh we've seen the, the the first one that we we had with our our dallas driver uh was three hours on the nose some people are reporting up to eight hours um, so how long are you doing that? Let let us know. Yeah, 70. Okay, so Bodhi, you work 70 hours a week. That's a lot, man. I mean, hey, if you're single uh, or, or, and whatnot, and you're just trying to hustle out there and make that extra money, um, more power to you. Um, yeah, exactly what I, I guess. That was, he goes, that was the course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he goes usually three, but sometimes eight hours. See, there it goes again. Uber. Fuck. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to refrain. Bro. We got to fix this shit, bro. This is not a glitch. Here goes another guy. There goes another guy with three to eight hours logging out. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I, is Harry in town yet? Is he back yet? We need to. I don't think so for a little yeah, bit. We need to fix Harry, this. if you're watching, 
You want me to get an EV? We got to talk about an EV credit here. <laughs> That's right, Harry. Uh, yo, we also got to, we got to, we got to, we got to fix this fucking logging out shit for three hours. I'll sport the, I'll sport the, sport the rideshare guy logo on the side too, like a Rapify uh you thing there you go. <laughs> yeah the so yeah he goes uh, bucky says it was all the quest yeah bro in 2021 the quest yeah that, that's true that's quest, huge quest and crbs remember those crbs bucky those three four thirties buddy and yeah, surge on top of that huge, there comes 60 bucks an hour so yeah that's 2021 yeah, 21 was probably the year for rideshare drivers because of the shortages and uber and lyft were just dunking money to drivers yep. uh Ball left Ball. and right so after Ball. it started getting a little scare yep and, and norma says both hey, driver, like we already met, we, I, I don't know if you're behind in the stream or not uh we did discuss that where he uh generated 174 uber and not in his fares um he said it was around ninety thousand uh that he actually pocketed so that is where uh, we already talked about that. So I don't know if you're that far. I don't know if you're behind in the show or not, um, but that was something that we had discussed. So, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah, man. Okay. You know, all power to you, my Good man. Good job. Good job, Bodie. All power to you. And and there is not a damn thing wrong with it. As long as you take the money and hopefully you open the business or I, it looks like you're still driving. So I don't know. Um, hopefully, I mean, I don't know how young you are, old you are, but we're going to all find out because now I'm interested um that's the well, way not a, you know that's i got right. I actually got one last question for bodhi uh you said 2021 was was your big year 2022 you're lucky if you're gonna break um anywhere near that uh are you still working the same exact time or are you working less i didn't see if you had changed that or not um are you still doing 70 hours a week um or I'm doing are you on the guy bro just let mm -hmm. some. I'm doing an article on the guy. Let's just some suspense go go. You know. Ah. Okay, I know, <laughs> I know, Boti. But we're doing the live stream. I can't talk to you on the phone and do the live stream at the same time. So I, I, I'm always good at calling. So chill out. I'll, I'll reach out to you. Don't worry about it. So uh, anything else that we need, to, we should hit. Ah, um, uh, no. Wait. Other than that, all set. So okay. yeah. We'll have a pretty good show next week. Uh, yeah. We come to kind of like a first of the year show with some of the comments. Uh, I, I haven't read them yet. Um, Sergio oh, had them. So uh, I'm not going to read them. It'll be like a first time see. Uh, so we can uh, have genuine reaction there, which will be kind of fun. Uh, so we'll do that next week. We'll talk about some uh, possible updates or changes or anything like that um, that may be happening within the week. Um, so we can make sure we stay on top of things for you guys so you know um, any changes that might be coming your way uh, when it comes down to it. And then also uh, some emails that you guys had sent us. Uh, again, I haven't read them. Um, so I'm looking at because they were sent to Sergio. So I'll do a, uh, a, again, a genuine reaction when, when that comes. I like doing that. So yeah. All right. So be safe out there. Number one, number two, happy new year, Chris. And from the RSG boys to you guys, thank you for your support. Please thumbs up on this one, but you guys do it afterwards anyway, if not now. Um, we seriously, I mean, this is from the bottom of my heart, okay? For the last seven months I've been doing this with Chris, this has been an eye-opener for me, right? I mean, it, it showed me the good, bad, the ugly parts. I figured those out on my own anyway, but I didn't know that there were guys like Botis out there or, or Kyle Weezooms or all these people who 
are on the chat week after week. And um, all these other drivers who have come out of the woodwork, they have become my eyes and ears, extra set eyes and ears in every single city pretty much in the U.S. And I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Because without your support, we're not going to keep doing it because Harry's not paying me enough anyway. So, <laughs> so, but I am passionate about the subject, you know, I'll call it the altruistic side of me. It's not my, you know, because I'm like a bulldog. I have a bone. I'm going to chew on it until the bone is clean. And this bone has a lot more meat on it. That's it. So with that said, Happy New Year. Please be safe. Yep. Happy New Year. Be safe out there uh eagles uh go bills and uh we'll see you next week i'm with chris now go bills bills to to (laughs) win the fucking super bowl (laughs) yes we got a converter hey you know what here's the thing if the bills and the eagles go to the super bowl i told told dustin from dustin is driving i said hey we'll have to go to the super bowl and and watch the game in arizona so maybe we'll Mm. have to to extend the invite to you sergio we could do a live show from uh arizona It's only six hours away, bro. Arizona is only six hours away from me. So I'm I'm there. There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> well, have a great happy new year to you, Sergio, to everybody watching, everybody listening. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out. Um, and then yeah, like I said, if you want to get hold of us for anything, uh shoot us emails, comment, uh comments, check them out, make sure uh to check them out. And uh, you know, if we got to address anything, we absolutely will. So Uh, With that being said, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Enjoy this weekend. Be safe, be smart, make good decisions, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep.